Hello, everybody. Welcome back to BTEC Philosophers, episode 59. Uh, if you're listening to this, nothing would have changed. It's 58, by the way. 58. Fair, yeah. fair enough. Uh, but if you're watching this, it's, it's new digs, man. We're in a new location. We've moved from Vauxhall to, uh, to Peckham. You can still hear trains going by. You can still hear that's so. Some classic things have remained. They only look for a venue right next to a station, mm. so you can hear. But this time, you can hear the overground to Clapham Junction. So, like, so train enthusiasts among us will notice the difference in the, in the track movements. Uh, but yeah, man, this new new digs in 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 Peckham. Uh, what do you make of the the new arena? Fucking awful. Yeah. Because so the last one. <laughs> this is take two. Because within 30 seconds of starting the podcast, some guy just started chainsawing at, at 20 past seven, by the way, at night. Which is a, what are you chainsawing? We should probably call the police aside. But uh, yeah, man, because uh, the, 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 the one in Vauxhall is a porter cabin, but this is sort of um, a worse, less secure porter cabin. Yeah. But some greenery. No, it looks nice. And I think when they have it fully done up, it will be good. Um, but you, I, you believe that? No, no, I no. I, I think I think they're going to tell us it's going to be done up, and then it will never be done, and that'll be it. How are you with change? Because I feel different. I feel not relaxed. Yeah, it's going to take some getting used to, isn't it? It's going to take some getting used to. You've always lived in the same house. Yeah, never moved house. I've moved house a few times, but oh, have you? always in the sameish area. Hmm. So Alfie Brown. That's a little warm. That's what the people are here for. Okay, let's fill people in on the on the story. Uh, Alfie Brown, comedian, uh, got into a, a Twitter beef with a lady who came to his show. Yeah, who who she then wrote some big thing about how she was standing up for Jeremy Corbyn because he had some jokes accusing Jeremy Corbyn of being anti-Semitic mm. based on I don't know. You, that's one of the group of people you don't want to fuck with. The Jews. The pro, the, well, yeah, but the pro Corbyn people. Oh right, okay, yeah. yeah you, 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 went, you went somewhere else. But, um, both sides, ironically, like yeah, they will. Yeah, yeah. The lady who Powerful. was sending the tweet was Jewish, though. She was a Jewish pro Corbyn, and she was Jewish pro Corbyn. She was pro. Corbyn. What is she's protected? She's she is oh bro Gambino family like all of it like she's so she she didn't she didn't name him but she made some tweets saying like his. His views on Corbyn being anti-Semitic were unsubstantiated, and then uh, I think Alfie Brown made the fatal flaw of going on Twitter and being serious. If you're a comedian, never be serious, because mm. he made uh, a tweet basically calling out comics for not standing up against anti-racism when it comes to standing up against racism, standing up against not not being anti-racist. Yes, yes, yes. You said standing up against anti-racism, which would mean we were. We should be standing up against when people are being anti-racist. That's true. That's true. Uh, which I am all for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I believe. But then he got uh there's this thing on Twitter, you might know it called this you. Which yeah, is where yeah. you say something and then somebody says this you and they point to a piece of evidence, whether it's a former tweet, a screenshot, a video of you basically uh con something contradicting mm. uh, a statement that you just made. And it usually happens in football. Mm. Uh it'll be like, oh, Suarez is the best striker, and then they'll find a tweet from two years ago. He said he's shit. Yeah, Arteta's been phenomenal, and then they like find out they're Arteta out. Yeah, uh, but th but this time it was an issue of Alfie Brain, Alfie Brown saying saying the N word in a joke about seventy two times. It wasn't seventy two times. It was a lot of times though. After the fifth time, I was like, okay, we we, we 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 get we. Um, let's give some context, man. The bit was him. What would you say the bit was in, in reference to the N word? The bit was him talking about language, so that's where I do think, you know. Oh, so right then, if you preface it with it's about language, uh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like it wasn't like you know, it, 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 but like no, the thing is right. He <coughs> or, or the way I see it is let's not misconstrue the bit. Let's let's. The what, bit was about language. It was about how like he someone called his black friend or mixed race friend calling him that, and then about how words that are uh, slurs or racist have like a, a consonant k or uh, g sound you also like, dropped the f word and the k word uh yeah, yeah. p word yeah he, he dropped all the slurs yeah but again like he was kind of making a point with it the problem is as someone i think pointed out to me was like it was the a good routine but not from the right person 
<laughs> I don't think it was that good. I thought it was so. Basically, the bit. Fair enough. It, it, it's about. I, I wouldn't. I, I'm not gonna die on the hill for yeah. that bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> the bit is. I'm, I'm trying to think what was it, the purpose of the bit because all I can think was that he just wanted to do a bit where he gets to say a lot. Yeah, but you don't understand what it's like for us. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell us of your. You don't your... understand. It's. It's the final frontier, of like artistic. I'm saying it's like a shock edge right. comedian thing. If you can do the Louis C.K. thing of nailing that bit, which Louis C.K. did. He did well. Uh, Louis C.K. has a couple bits, so he says the N-word. But in my opinion, the bits were very well written. Yeah. Where, I'll be honest, I can't speak for any other black comedian. When I, I hear- can. Yeah, who are you speaking on behalf of? I'm speaking on behalf of all of black comedians. Really? Yeah. Nabil. Yeah. <laughs> <He's in it. laughs> no, I'm not. I'm, yeah, sorry, go on. But I, I, for me, whenever I see a bit, if it's well written, even if it's problematic, using that word, or even if I'm like, yeah, you maybe shouldn't be saying that. There's a part of me where I can appreciate, yeah, that is a well written. If it makes me laugh, it makes me laugh. I'm, I'm not somebody who, like, I don't have a, a think piece on whether something makes me, before I laugh mm. at something, I'll just laugh. Mm. I'll just, oh, this is funny. And then I'll be like, yeah, it's kind of fucked up that person saying that though. Like that'll be my, after first, and then I'll be like, that's fucked yeah. up. This one here, the Alfie Brown bit, and you know, it's still on Twitter, I think, so everyone can find it for themselves. I think you just type in Alfie Brown N-word. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it should come up. Um, but it just, it wasn't funny, it was flat. It wasn't, it didn't feel inspired. It, w- it wasn't the world's greatest bit. You're right. I'm I'm not gonna defend the, the routine <laughs> like that. You're right. So that, that, right. I think that was was kind of the disappointing part. You've said the word so many times, and you've not made it funny. So I've just had to sit through you say it a bunch of times and not laugh. So that's what I feel like a hate crime. <laughs> that's why I feel this is bad. I've, I've, I I <coughs> I agree, but I I think Alfie Brown's a phenomenal comedian. I think I think he's got. Some good bodies of work, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But then I would also say for him to have come the comedian he is now, he would have had to make the mistake. Step over some niggas. <laughs> you're saying? No, don't put it like that. <laughs> I'm saying artistically, I'm speaking completely. Look, I'm not going to come into this and tell black people how they should or shouldn't feel on the issue as a white person. That would be really fucking stupid of me and condescending and not help anyone. However, I think you should do for- no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I think artistically, and that's, I don't want it taken out of context. I'm speaking purely artistically. You've got to allow someone the right to make bad work, allow someone the right to make offensive work, allow someone the right to make work that is shit that will then maybe lead to something better in the future as their growth. The thing is, he, did play with fire there. You are playing with fire that using that word on stage and he got burnt. I would say the overall reaction has now gone way too far though, where it, it, it has gone like grabbing everything he's ever done put and being like, this guy should never work again. Yeah. And and that's, that's you know, do I think, I, 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 the question is, is Alfie racist? No, I don't think so. Like you know what I mean? I like, so. uh, like he, he, the you know. But you never, you don't know. I don't think he is. No, but he he might be like racist on those un- unconscious biases or things like that oh, on yeah. the level that people that textbook. That that's but that boy, yeah. but everybody has unconscious biases. That's like a. Yeah, I don't like Albanians. I've yeah, that. I know. <laughs> it's on my bike. You've got it in for the Albanians, oh, isn't it? But I. Here's the thing, though. Are you gonna do a routine where you go these? I might. In these banos. <laughs> Alfie Brown has not been cancelled for saying the N word. Right. He said it six years ago on Next Up, mm. which is a comedy platform, and which nobody watches because he said it six years ago, and nobody noticed until now. But you made me laugh the other day when you said it's a terrible advert for Next Up. <laughs> it's just there. You could murder someone on Next Up. Bro, you could literally go on Next Up and probably find comedians dressed as Nazis, like yeah. pegging, <laughs> pegging men, and, like, and no one's going to see it. Nobody was. But, but he's, that's the thing, though. He's not being cancelled for saying it. If he was cancelled for saying it, he would have been cancelled six years ago. Mm. He's been cancelled for his hypocrisy of yeah. being like, oh, you comedian. He said that. You comics. I'm not standing up against uh, racism. So he got up on a soapbox and I think this is just hubris. 
This is just mm. a downfall of somebody who, because that, like you said, that lady, that lady who tweeted that stuff, she didn't name him. Yeah, but he, as someone he's who, like inserted himself into this and he set himself up like this, he's not being cancelled for saying the N word. That's still that's not what's happened here. Because mm, that was the right. case, it would have happened all those years ago. It's even the person who posted it is a scumbag because they've been holding on to this for how long? But you know, you know that clip had been <laughs> taken down. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That wasn't just on YouTube for it's anyone. Even worse. To see. That was that was like he this is the this is again one bit of justification I say for Alfie. Well, there's just a few bits, but like he looked back at that routine and probably went, nah, it's not good enough. Like he himself would have known that or he himself would have gone, I, I actually feel embarrassed to have done a routine like that and grown as a human being. Now, what is there but to do as a human but grow? Yeah. You can't, you, you, you can't, you know, punish someone like I, the way he's getting dragged on Twitter for something he did six years ago. It was, I'd say it's already. It's over anyway. I'd say it's over. Oh yeah, it's, we've moved on. So what, what, there's been no real consequence. You've just been told off. Um, that, that... I I don't think I don't think we'll fully ever know what the consequences are, but there will be consequences. I because he's not going to be on. Would I lie to you now? Is he? No. Unless he's got <laughs> that little card. I once did a routine where I... Alfie Brown on don't hate the players. Okay? It's not, it's not... <laughs> That's what he needs to be on. He we needs need to get Alfie. <laughs> Alfie should be the first white guy to do the Black British takeover. <laughs> yeah, that, that'll help. Him taking spots. From that, that'll heal the QD. <laughs> uh, but it, I don't think it helps that he has a very... Um, his stage persona isn't to be likeable. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting the vibe you're not like Alfie's biggest fan. But you're, anyway. you're being pro Alfie. I'm being. I'm not. I'm not pro Alfie. I'm. I'm just. I like it. Alfie's always been nice to me. Yeah, I know. But I know people. He's pissed off. Right. I, he's never pissed me off. I went to Norway with him like five years ago for some gigs. Nice, nice guy. But so that was about around the time he was doing the routine. Was it really? And yeah, you didn't probably didn't go out the green room and what he's probably out there. <laughs> Top crowd. I'm like, oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're all clapping along over there, bro. <laughs> yeah, but no, he's always, he's always been nice to me, but like, you got to, I think you just got to take the L. Yeah. Because like, I'm always like, well, what, what is, like, you, we don't see what the effect is yet, but what has actually happened? Well, people are allowed to not like a bit and that's what has happened. People are saying, we don't like this bit. For sure, for sure. I would say though, and again, it, it has stopped now and it's dying down. I think even by talking about it, we're probably adding fuel to a fire, which we shouldn't be doing, but fuck it. It's it's either this or the transgender shooter. And I think this is less of a minefield. Yeah. Uh, but we'll get onto that in a minute because we're only 20 minutes into a podcast. Mm -hmm. um, and he, he, yeah, look, you're right. He messed up big time. I don't know. I don't know what that, I don't know what it feels like to have that word said. There's a humiliation to it. There's a, all of these things. So I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I know what that would be like. As I was saying, as someone who does comedy though, when I see comedians turn on comedians and comedians whose like whole time whenever I've spoke to them is about how offensive they are. Mm and then be like, oh, I'm now outraged. I'm like, well, okay, I, I understand that, but that's what outrage is. Like, so when someone's upset at you now, you can't go, I'm joking. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's 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 where it comes like sticky is like, you're allowed to go, I don't like that bit. I don't think that bit is good enough, but it's unfortunately a subjective thing where I think most people will watch that routine <laughs> and go like, ooh, do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, I think most people will sit there and do that. So you've got to trust the audience on that one. But if you're a comedian and you shout, it's like when I was talking about like Gus Khan going after True Geordie. Gus Khan probably has a point when he was going after True Geordie for like saying like- he doesn't really do stand up like that. He's never really been on the circuit. No, I know. He doesn't I have a, a community or union with us because he kind of had to bypass it. For sure, and he's he's great at what he does, and like and I've not really seen too much of his stand up, but like man, like Mobin, he's good. Like he's he's very prolific, very good. But you just put you just you leave yourself a blind spot if you do you know do you know because you what you've just said there, I think is very concise, very good. But you've not gone on Twitter and gone, I'm offended. 
I mean, do, do, do you see what I'm saying? Because yeah, I mean, I don't need to kick a man when he's already being kicked. You know, I don't need to add my. I'm just not like that in general as well. Mm. I'm, I'm not gonna be like, oh, da, da, da. I go on Twitter to tweet about Kermit the Frog and <laughs> you know, I have it. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna. That's what I do on there. So I'm not gonna suddenly be serious. It's just not my persona. Like you said, I think you then leave yourself open when it's you on another issue where you're not maybe uh where maybe you should be been a bit a bit more careful around it and you're not well that's gonna happen especially with a few of the people that were tweeting like fuck me they've they've got some stuff up yeah that so. that like were things that are gonna be interpreted as you know potentially homophobic or this that and the other and whereas before i'd probably come to defense of these people now i wouldn't because you know that that's another thing like go <sighs> To what what I'm not defending what Alfie did, but I'm sure if you went to like Jamaica versus the world, you would hear some pretty as I know has happened in comedy clubs because some comedy clubs didn't want it on mm. the managers of because of the amount of homophobia. Yeah, that was done. Yeah, so but it, it's, it, it's difficult to ask a a comic to separate their blackness because like it's like oh I'm not I'm not I'm not yeah. saying people should yeah because Dave Chappelle had this bit where he said um I'm like sixty percent comedian. 40% black. Because mm. remember, there's a guy on used to be on Seinfeld, Kramer. Yeah, Mike, Michael Richards. Yeah, he went on not, stage. Oh, what's going on? No, not that, Michael Richards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he said the N-word a bunch of times in a set. Uh, yeah, I but like, uh, maybe we could, let's not get it up. Fuck yeah, it up. But he was just calling some some people the N-words because they were being disruptive. Yeah, he threatened He threatened to like lynch them. Yeah. So it was, a, di it was yeah. a different, uh, that's the thing, because people were comparing Alfie to Kramer. Yeah. And it's like, no, but then have you ever listened to Patrice O'Neill talk about that bit? <clears throat> um, but it was a finish my point, but Chappelle sorry, Chappelle sorry. was like he was like, I can't believe he said that word. That was the forty percent black and sixty percent like comic was like tough set, hang in there. You know what I mean? Like so I I you know what I mean? So me, I'm always like I said, like at least make me laugh first with a bit. Like if your bit makes me picture something and that picture of that thing makes me laugh. Mm. I can't help but laugh. And then we'll get into the politics of whether you should be able to say in that thing and not afterwards. Uh, maybe maybe I'm less forgiving on this Alfie bit because one, it just wasn't that funny to me. Mm. Uh, or to people in the audience. Didn't really... Like, yeah, it wasn't killing. And, uh, also because like, uh, maybe I'd be more forgiving if it was, if, if it was like a leaked like new material night. It was like, this is your special. So you've like workshopped this to the best of your ability and that's what you dropped in your special. I think that's why I'm like, uh Bro, I saw No nobody said anything to you along the way? <laughs> but but like I know I know nobody said probably said anything along the way, but I know it was like five, six years ago. Oh no, mind you, I was having this argument with Weird Jamali were talking about it. And someone made a point, yeah, where they were like uh, it's five, six years ago. And I was like, yeah, but slavery was like 200. <laughs> and that wasn't when, the, it wasn't five, six years ago when the N-word suddenly came yeah. not okay. 2017. It, it was, it was, it's always been two World Cups ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, but yeah, I'm, I, I think as well, like on my perspective as a white person, it doesn't matter. My perspective as a comedian is where where I'm trying to make a point. I'm yeah. not I'm not coming in. At, I'm not going like people should get over it and that because I don't know what it's like. Yeah, I mean I'm a comedian. I mean I I still want to try things on stage. I still want to be able to get things wrong on mm. stage. I have got a couple of bits I'm working at the moment. I don't know the ethics of what 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 are they? Uh, I just got one about um the police killing white women. I'm trying to work out. Oh my god! Uh, right, you know a certain section. Might not like that. Um, a certain section might not like your Sarah Everett. But do you see what I mean? Like, yeah, why, why it's, you, not, it's not as if I'm standing up, they should be killing white women. No, but, but it's just I, a bit touching on. I know, but what's, 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 the, what's the premise? Um, can I say, I'll say yeah. I'll be, I'm like, people are saying the police are racist. I'm like, they're working hard to be more diverse because they've started killing white women now. Oh, that's very funny. Right? And then it gets like, oh, but then it also gets laughed. That's a very funny joke. But, you know, you post that in the wrong context, someone might not like it. 
Yeah, but but I, here's here's the difference with that. Like you are highlighting a issue that is true. Like you're taking you're subverting the idea of like you know the police coming out talking about them, uh, how diverse they are, all of this stuff. You're doing there, there's a lot going on with that joke. That mm. when you put at it, you see loads more. It's it's very, it's very well written. Whereas uh, Alfie's bit wasn't as clever as that. And I, I, we we've seen Alfie. But that's what's happened now is obviously is people have posted a lot of other bits. Oh my of God, they're amazing. Bits which I think are really good. But then I'm like, is that a blind spot? Because he's, that... he's talking about uh, pedophilia in one bit. He's talking about, you know. That uh, Grenfell joke was so funny though. Have you seen that one? I think I've seen it. The one where he talks about uh, his TV show, like not getting the coverage because of Grenfell. Yeah, but that's about him being, being a, a narcissist. Being a narcissist. Yeah, so. but that's now like, but that's so, so my point with your joke is if people were to get upset about that, that's the same as them getting upset as Alfie's Grenfell bit because you're like, no, he's actually the punchline to his joke <laughs> is his narcissism. You're doing like a different but similar thing in your joke where it's like actually the punchline is the police. The punchline, you're actually, you are punching up in that joke. Mm. People might hear the words white woman killed police and go, you're making light of this issue when you're really not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, sorry, bro. Oh, so sorry, what was I thinking about? Um, that's what I was going to say, like, because I, I see that now. Mm. People um, taking his other bits and me like, duh, 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 and that's why I don't like the pylon. Because, like, now as comics, are we allowing this? To, but then I'm also like, ah, well, I think you're also allowed to say, hey, you're saying N-word is fucked up. So I'm, I'm conflicted. Because mm. it's not as if, like, I think a lot of people are just annoyed about sort of a bit of the, the liberal middle classness of it all. Yeah. Because I think, and again, if, if to read the tweets, but Alfie was coming out from quite a, a liberal middle class, like I'm standing up for this community and people aren't being anti-racist enough. Mm. And then now that comes out. And I think comics are letting their anger about how they feel about just liberal middle class and the arts. Yeah, that's that's fair enough. Because they are annoying. Yeah, so I think it's 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 anger at a lot of things, and obviously now people are saying Alfie is a nepo baby, and I don't know how because he's are his parents in the industry. Yeah, yeah, his, his mom's quite well known, his dad's quite well known, but like so nepo, I think I think it's an anger at a lot of things, as well as him just saying the, the N word seventy two times. The nepo baby thing, though, like, I get hit with it all the time. Yeah, I steer into it. I don't give a fuck in it. You uh, should because, as we've said before, you haven't really made a lot of it. You, no, you really uh you. Yeah, you should have done a lot more of it. <laughs> but, but the Nepo baby thing, yeah. Like, every time someone calls me a Nepo baby, I just look at some of their work and I'm like, yeah, but you're shit. Yeah. Like, you were, you, you, yeah, you could have a parent in the industry and still not do it. There's people who have parents in the industry and do not do well. Yeah. And also, if you want to talk about Nepo babies, then you got to, like, include everyone whose parents are in the media in some other for, shape or form. You reckon? Yeah, man. Like, it's not just like having a parent. Like, if your dad's a build, my, all right, say my dad was a builder and I became a builder, does that make me a Nepo baby? If your dad owns a construction company. And then I came a builder, but I'm building fine. I've gone through the way I've learned how to build. Yeah. Does, I, does that make me an Epo baby? But you, okay, you said owns a construction company. My dad don't own a construction company of comedy. Mm. He's just a, another comedian. Mm. You know, it's afforded me opportunities. Yeah. But opportunities that I've done and done well with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, no one, I don't think anyone doubts you're, you're, you're a good comic, man. You're getting better. I mean, everyone sees your work rate, innit? Yeah, yeah. Oh, but, no, there's people who don't like me. That's different. But that's for your personality. Yeah. But I don't know, I think, my thing with a Nepo baby, it's nothing to do with the talent. Mm. I mean, if I see someone, I think they're talented, I'm not gonna be like, oh yeah, but it, it cause I'm, I'm just watching your talent. Mm. It's not as if, your dad or your mom's holding you up in like a puppet. It's your talent. If I like it, I like it. I think it's the people who hide it, uh, who hide that they've had parents in the industry or whatnot. And I think I think if you're a Nepo baby, you shouldn't hide it. Mm. That's one. Uh, I think you you have a, a bit of responsibility to pull the ladder down. Yeah, definitely. But I, I share other people's clips. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's a start. Yeah, but like, what, what else you're, do you're I have? Not, you're not, I wouldn't say you're in a position right now. Yeah, what else? Where like, I'd pull that fucking ladder up so <laughs> fast, by the way. I'm not having any of these cunts coming out. It's mine. It's all mine. I fucking want this shit. I want this. I think, I think that's it. I would say, don't hide it. Don't, um, and, and, and own it a bit. 
Yeah. You know, because it's the people where it's like, oh, yeah, I did it all by myself. Nobody's done it all by themselves. Even if you're not a Nepo baby, no one's done it all by themselves. Yeah, you still have an agent. You still have Do you know what I mean? Or, or like friends who've helped you on the way. Something like that. Do you know what I mean? But especially if you had a parent in the industry, you definitely haven't done it all by yourself. And I think people don't like it when, when Nepo babies get defensive about that. It's like, for sure. I just be like, you know what? Yeah, my dad is an actor and I'm an actor. And obviously that network helped me. Yeah. Because I, I feel like people saying that you're a Nepo baby, yeah, it might, it might be annoying, but you still had an amazing opportunity. So like you got way up. I think that using the N word. <laughs> you think Nepo baby is the real N word? the new N word. You reckon? I think calling, I think if I was to see anyone do a, a routine about Nepo babies, mm -hmm. it is as cancelable. In 2023. In 2023, as uh, Alpha. And when, when will us white Nepo babies? When is the movement? When, when are we finally going to be heard out? That's what I want to know, Mike. <laughs> Why do we have to keep suffering under the restrictions of the industry? Of a of a racist <laughs> anti having a parent in an industry. Let me look at all the, all the other people, all the all the other comedians out there. When you use the N word, right? I'm I'm allowed to say it, nepo baby. You ruin, you absolutely ruin my day. It is horrific and it is offensive. Elliot and Grace Campbell are going to stand hand in hand, leading a movement. Well, I'm more of a nepo baby than Grace Campbell. Should have to become like, you know, like should have to cause a coup in somewhere or yeah. like, and you know, or like a, an illegal war. Yeah. Grace Campbell's not technically a Nepo baby. Just, sort of, yeah. She's just being used to comedy wash her that, that's all. So I- You said we were not to bring her up again on the podcast. Well, you are both. <laughs> Who are the Nepo babies in comedy? Me, Leo Reich. What's Leo Reich's situation? Leo Reich's dad's like a famous producer. Leo Reich's very good. Yeah. He's also got a face, you know, he's got a dad in the industry. Okay. Um, me, Leo Reich, Alfie Brown. There's quite a few, but I don't know. Grace, I, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say Grace Campbell's an Nepo baby. So you tried to argue in our group chat that if you just have parents with money, that's nepotism. Well, I think if you have parents uh, who send you to a, uh, okay, so... That's just privilege. No, it? but yeah, okay. But I mean, in the sense of like, if your parents are able to send you to, uh, why are so many comedians from Oxford and Cambridge? Because they're smart. Well, okay, but like, why does that happen so much? Do you know what I mean? Right, oh, I guess you got like the footlights and whatnot. Yeah, you've got all of these things where there's like a comedy thing at this university and all of these things and they, and they have contacts within the industry and all of this. So if your parents are in a position where they know someone at Oxford to get you in there, how is that not direct, uh, affecting your so career? Oxford works. You don't do a personal statement like everyone else. Yeah, but like, you know, if you're sent to the schools and the things like that, like, okay, so like Ivo Graham, who I love dearly, he went to Eton and in Oxford. Surely that helps Probably. with comedy in some facet. Probably. So then he, can he call me an Epo baby? Do, do you see what I mean? Yeah. I think he can because you are. No, he can because <laughs> I am. Yeah, but then is but he it not be, also benefit? be a lack of self awareness, I guess. And and what what do people want, right, from people whose parents are in the industry? Do they want me to just not try at anything? Like I'm not I'm not on BBC shows. I'm not on panel shows. Very clearly not going to be getting on those things. So I've got my own thing that I do, and I like doing my own thing. So. What would people? What, what would people rather I do? Just sit around and do nothing? Well, I think that's where the nepo baby thing came from. It's just like you, because I think a lot of people they 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 look at the arts and you think oh it's hard to get in, and then people get in with a lot of contacts and whatnot. So I think it's just a thing to make fun of. I don't think there's well there is probably malice from some people. But I think it's just a thing to poke fun at these. Yeah, people. yeah, no, for so, sure. I think like when you consider the amount of opportunities, people like who do have parents who are fully in the industry and they open doors for them, being made fun of a little bit. Like that's small, should absolutely small cost to pay. Do, do you know what I mean? And so, but I don't know. I think like, there's some very talented Nepo babies out there. I think I'm the Martin Luther King of the Nepo baby movement. But you're not, you've not Martin really Luther used Prince. it. The opportunities that was. <laughs> not like my Martin Luther Prince joke. I don't get it. Cause I'm a Nepo baby. 
Oh, oh Prince. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, Zay. Yeah. Gus, this is why you're not on these panels. Oh, shows. my <laughs> God. That is a good joke, you know. That's an actual joke. Usually it's me saying something like shocking. That was an actual bit of. Do you know you don't make a lot of jokes? Me? Yeah. What do you mean? You don't make jokes. I make jokes. But I, what, what do you mean, like jokes? Like on stage. I make jokes. You kind of have like rants. No, I'd make jokes. I write jokes more than you. What? What? Like I say more jokes. Yeah, bro. If you're like in a you, set, you're like just one above a one-liner comedian. Just, just about. You're like just on, on your tiptoes. Yeah, it's true, you know. And you do. You deliver everything with this pacing. It's like a staccato. It works though. Yeah, sometimes it's, good. it's a good delivery. Sometimes, uh, but you're yeah, but you're a good comedian. There's no would like I that. Be, if I had a parent in the industry, would that? I think that disappoint people. You disappoint people. I think people just like oh, they just prefer people just like, just done it. With no industry help. Yeah, if if people found out you had a parent in the comedy industry, I think people would be a bit like, oh, okay. But you're on TV a bit more than that. Like, you just won a fucking television award. I was part of the... What was that like? The the Friday Night Live team. Yeah. Won an RTS award. It was there yesterday. Well, award shows are fucking boring, bro. Are they? They're long as hell. They're like 36 awards they're giving out. Fucking hell. And then Kate Winslet was there. She won the first one. Yeah. That's all right. Did you meet her? No, I just saw her. I think they... Gave her the first one early so she could leave because she didn't want to be there. Well, fair enough. And then it's just a lot of schmoozing, a lot of networking at those type of things. You do much networking? I spoke to some guy at Apple. Mm. And I was, I thought it'd be funny. I'd be like, oh, yeah, I legally stream your shows. And he didn't laugh. He was like, yeah, you should, don't do that. You're actually taking money. Really? Did he say <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah. <laughs> what a I was, like, oh, I was like, all right, well. Hey, it's a, bit. a fucking joke. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not really a big fan of those award things. But uh, I think I was in one. That's was it fun I mean. to get up and like, did you say anything? Nah, nah, we, we weren't really like big enough to like have something said. We just literally got a picture and they ushered us off. And then, yeah, kind of left after that. Did you get a nice, did they, there was some nice food? Some beef. Was it good? Yeah, some good beef. And that's what, okay, award shows, I got the food, a bit of alcohol. Have a drink? Yeah, and then yeah, went home, hung out with Mo. Mo was there, Eddie Gaddy was there. Yeah. UTC was there. Yeah, it's all right, man. Not, I mean, don't know, man. Do you want to win awards? In the future. Yeah. Do you but, care about that kind of thing? Yeah. But like, I want to win the awards and just rub it in everyone else's face. It isn't for my- So it's not for you? It's not for me. It's to rub it in everyone else's face. Do you know what I realized though? Because I'm a deeply, deeply cynical human being. Well, I was talking about, I was asking this in the group chat, man. How, how useful do you think it is to hold grudges and use that as a like motivation? Here and there, but like that's not what motivates me most of the minute. It used to be. How how did it used to motivate you? How what like for example? It's like I'll show them. Who who is them? Exactly. Right, it's but it was like, never someone in particular. There was a couple of people I probably can't say on the podcast. Well, like promoters, comedians, and things like that. Especially when you're all competing with you. Like I'm very competitive. Like so, give me an example. So somebody slights you in the green room, and you're like, I'm a fucking yeah. Or just for example, <laughs> like even like fucking what's her face. Who made up that I was a a, a racist, uh, and said it at a bar in front of all those other comedians, um, which I mean, listening back on this podcast where I was just defending Alfie Brown is probably yeah probably not going to help my Baby's case. The new N word. Yes. Uh, yeah. No. None of that is going <laughs> to uh, none of that is going to help my case. But um, you know, sometimes every now and then I'm probably like going to get a little bit of like, yeah, I, I always want to make sure I'm a step ahead of them. Just out of like, fuck you, innit? But that's not really, that, that that's not what really motivates me and drives me. What motivates and drives me is me wanting to do better. If I hang out with good comedians and they all kill, and then I've got enough competitiveness to try and want to match or better them, it's just gonna make me better. It's like in jujitsu. If you start rolling with really good people, you're competing while you're rolling, but you're also working as a team. So the other night, <coughs> I was at Top Secret late late show and you were there. Jamali Maddox was there. Adam Rowe was there. Yeah. Were you going on like, I kind of want to be the best out of these three? Yeah. Really? Absolutely. Like, yeah, of course. And, and I, you know, what, Adam and Jamali don't do that? 
Jamali's mm. fucking competitive. Yeah. Adam's competitive. That's not a bad thing. I'm not competing against them. I'm competing against myself, but using them as a bar and what a high bar to set it to. Yeah. Two of the best, the best. Com- two of the best comments in the country at the minute. Um. So yeah, I I, I don't think it's necessarily bad to yeah, have I mean, that. You look at the biggest like Drake. Even now, Drake's songs are like, man, they don't believe in me. Bro, you're like the number one artist in yeah, the world. Like, what are you talking about? I'll never get what, that. But then it's like, that's obviously propelled him to be the number one artist in the world. But then you're like, it, it's clearly not a mentality mentality that's easy to switch off. Because you get to number one and you still think you're, everyone's against you. Mm. I don't know if I want to be there. Do you, so how do you write? How do you motivate yourself then? Well, I'm least motivated first. Now, I think... Um, that's not true. You've come to sit in a skip in Beckham. For me, it's it's about... In the pouring rain with no good transport links to where you live. Yes. That's pretty motivated. But, you know, for me, it's about personal... Like you say, almost competing against myself. But not even competing against myself. Helping myself. Mm. It's about contentment. I, for me, it's difficult to see comedy as competition. But I'm going on... And then somebody who's doing a completely different type of set goes on. What metric am I... You know, what metric am I competing against with them? Do you know what I mean? Or even that thing of like, you can be competing in your head against someone and they have no idea you're in competition. <coughs> yeah, probably. Do you know what I mean? Me and uh, Dave Chappelle has no idea that. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'm coming but, for you, Dave. Yeah, but no, I'm not. But like, but okay, but do you know what I mean? I think there's like a level. And I see this with people who get to like a high level of touring, comedians that I know where they sort of stop doing the clubs and they start performing to their audience a lot. And I'm like, at the headspace I'm in at a minute, I'm like, you couldn't fucking back with me in a club. Yeah. Like, because you're too used to doing a longer set. Not for not because I'm a better comedian, but just for a club set, for this specific thing we do. Um, you you know, I would, I would like to think I would make it difficult for them. Mm. Um, I always think, you know, I remember Dan Nightingale, uh, who was someone who would MC and destroy while emceeing. Mm. And sometimes people would say things like, oh, you know, yeah, he's a great compare, but he makes it difficult for you as an actor going after. And it's like, what? So he's got to fucking tone down him being good mm. to accommodate you. Mm. Like you should be looking to match that. You should be looking like, how do I could go on and keep that energy there? And I, I, I like that top secret. I like going on after David McSavage. Because I think he's a really good comedian. Mm. And he's like someone I sometimes get like, oh, fuck, I'm quite nervous going on after this. This yeah. guy, do you know, you know when you go on after someone who's just done a set and you're like, fuck, now I've, I could get found out here. Yeah. And I have been found out in the past as well. Like, I've not always done well. I feel like getting vulnerable. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I've been, there's a lot of comics underneath me not underneath me maybe going less than me and they've probably passed me a little bit in certain metrics maybe not in terms of quality of the set mm. i feel like my set is is still strong yeah you've got a strong fucking set and you're a fucking good comic man oh thank you man but i feel like maybe i've not just subjectively but also like comedy award nominations you've just won a royal television <coughs> society award for a show you've been like you've got like a level of shit Mm. That's fucking a, a body of work as well, like Amazon Prime specials and stuff. Mm. I just think like you're probably now looking at the social media side of things, going, "Oh fuck, I got to do this now." Yeah, you, I'm you, an old head, bro. Yeah, I know. but also like, man, you are on TV a little bit, and unfortunately, it's now a time where TV isn't as yeah, it isn't. You know, man, I know someone who went on live at the Apollo, and then they just sold 16 tickets for their tour. Wow. Like it, it doesn't mean it. It's, it's not just, the same. Yeah. It's not the same thing anymore. And then my whole thing though has always been just focus on the quality mm. of your work, of your of your work. I don't know. Maybe I'm like I'm looking at this new world a little bit, and I'm still part of it. I'm twenty fucking seven. I know I'm young. Mm. I'm just like oh man. Maybe I have taken my foot off the gas a little bit, and I, maybe I need a bit more ego, a bit more competitiveness. I don't, I, yeah, I just think it's like, it's just doing, I think, I don't think you necessarily need to make it like that. I, the way I think is quite toxic. Um, but I'll just be honest about it instead of lying, you know, if I'm going on at a gig, I want to make sure I have a 
good set. In my ideal world, the person on after me struggles. Yeah. Because of what, what I've done. What does that mean anymore? Like, to have just, the best set in the club. Because I don't want to play the clubs my whole life. No, but then take that to like a touring level. Take that to a level where people come to see your hour-long show and go, wow, that was better than a lot of things that I've seen this year. You know, and, and that just and that's just... That's just being a bit hungry for it. And I think as well, it's getting the confidence to admit that. Because when I first started, I used to fake humble and all of that. And oh no. Confidence to admit. Like, that, that, that your, your, your ambition. Yeah, your ambition. Which in the UK, for some reason, we don't like that. We don't like people who are, we, we want you to be ambitious, but quiet about it. Which is why we get annoyed with Americans. Yeah. Yeah. I think, especially with this online stuff, it's like you were saying before the pod started, you just got, you got to keep doing it. Mm, I think they're still in the part of your head like, oh, I'm not going viral <laughs> after one hour. Like, yeah. And it's like, all right, cool. Just keep keep doing what I'm doing. It's really boring. You put a bit up and you think it does well and then it just gets a certain amount of views and then that's that. Yeah. And, but there is an excitement between making a clip, putting it out and stuff. And, you know, the other thing as well is, Vittorio cracked it with crowd work as, as did Paul Smith. And like, I, I actually think Vittorio weirdly encouraged more comics to do crowd work than Paul Smith. But probably, I guess, because Vittorio is in the London circuit. Yes. I'm work in London, yeah. Oh, but I was in the Northwest this weekend, man. What a fucking circuit they got up there. Really? Yeah. For, it, just excellent. So, so you nice. And have a word patron. Yeah, I was out with the Have a Word Boys last night. I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about it. They invited what me out. What's going on? It's, 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 uh, uh, yeah, I went out. out. I went out with a Have a Word boys, and <coughs> in other news, I, I did. Yeah, I did mushrooms for the first time last night. Fucking hell! Yeah. How? What? What? What kind? And, of and they were chocolate dinosaurs. What the fuck? And they had like. What was that like? Uh, yeah, it was. It, it, it was a bit intense. How many did you have? Just one. Which uh, just gets you slightly... So I was going to say, what we should do, we should do a Patreon episode where we just take one Stegosaurus each. Bro, how long before you hit? 30 minutes, I was flying. Really? Flying? Yeah, flying. Like no, Any epiphanies? No, I could... I started thinking about like... <coughs> sorry, I'm just coming down with something. I think it's this room. It's killing me. It's the, it's the best asbestos. Yeah. Oh, God, no. We are in an absolute fire hazard. You see, there's they've, they've got, this, this they've got big, like some Waco. This greenery is actually fungi. It's not, <laughs> it's not a, that stuff from The Last of Us. Yeah, yo, bro, you see that fucking suitor in Nashville? Yeah, but you're telling me I thought it was a woman. You're telling me it's a man. It's it, well, let's not misgender him. Let me just check the hands for me. Not misgender the mass murderer. Not me. No, what, have you seen people doing that? Going, guys, can we use the correct pronouns? And it's like. Some respect. Yeah, do you know what? I guess you kind of got to in a world way, like, but it is. Do you want to look it up? You can still be a uh, factual. Yeah. And uh, so I think it was a trans man. I'm looking at the New York Times. Okay. Uh, let's see what it says. Seeing the world through kids' eyes. That's a different story. We well, we know what the kids saw. <laughs> Jesus. They <laughs> <laughs> saw, saw, saw a really small bloke in heels. <laughs> I'm like oh. some proper tiny, some tiny man, <laughs> <laughs> barely able to hold the, barely able to hold. Oh no, 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 this is bad. Yeah, six people died. Uh, oh. Twenty. Oh fuck no. Audrey E. Hale, twenty-eight-year-old former student, legally purchased seven firearms, uh, including three used in the shooting. She's being was being treated for an emotional disorder. They're not naming the gender in the article, probably on purpose. Here's what we know. Okay, the attack happened on Monday morning. Uh, fucking, they're so common out there these school shootings though uh, oh my god searching searching through classrooms and bathrooms oh the police officers were oh right okay but they killed him they killed the person in 14 minutes yeah have, have you seen the video no it's decent oh, oh the, the way the police are like, swarm into the school and well, they don't want to they don't want to fuck around yeah what the fuck is wrong with people man well the way that they're, they're trying people like, People, what's wrong with people? You saw me, yeah, being gender neutral in my uh, condemnation. The the way the trans community is kind of getting the blame for this is is ridiculous. I blame Chappelle. You blame Chappelle? Yeah, yeah. He's the well. I mean, 
you know, people are going like, oh, look, there was these trans attackers and stuff. And it's like, yeah, but how many of them are straight white men? A lot, most of them. Yeah, they didn't name the, uh, New York Times didn't name the agenda uh, the whole way through the article. I don't think they know or they're being careful. Yeah, I think they're being careful um, because, you know, if you even if you misgender, these people are so loony on Twitter that they'll come for you. Like that section of the trans community is fucking insane. I mean, like just because someone's a murderer doesn't, because when you misgender someone, I guess you are insulting the entire community. Yeah. So it doesn't, it shouldn't like give you pass to, for somebody to be um, insulting uh, it'd be like a black guy and Alfie Brown was like that nigga who shot you know what I mean like that's <laughs> you can't son you it now have a free pass to just throw that out do you know what yeah, I mean yeah but okay is there ever like for doing say like but people do do that, don't they? They do use it as a free pass. <coughs> because that's when they start using slurs and things like that. Is after something like this. Yeah, so we. I think because I kind of understand. I know the joke was like, oh, don't want to misgender a murderer. I get it. That's not irrelevant. But it shouldn't like let that language be used as like suddenly let some people who wanted to insult a bunch of people anyway yeah. now insult a bunch of people. I just feel bad for the trans community, man. This is this is the last thing they needed. <laughs> this is, <laughs> do you know what I mean? That you could, like, if you're trans at the moment, you're gonna be like, "Oh, buddy, yeah." Couldn't you have held it together? Just like, yeah, fuck uh, you, did you have to shoot up a Christian school? Yeah. Oh, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like every part of it is it, like obviously shooting up anywhere is fucking disgusting. An, an elementary school's real low, yeah. and then choosing a Christian school, like you've obviously even deep down. Could you? Could you now revert to what happened in? I know it's a lot more people. Revert to what happened in Auckland, was it, where the person yeah, shot up the yeah. mosque yeah. in the, in New Zealand, and the the you know, the, like it's it's a fucking crime on someone's religion. You're killing certain people for the way they feel. You're not just killing anyone. You're going for kids. Yeah. That's so fucked up, man. That's sad. That, uh, that, and that, now you got that that Florida guy, Ron DeSantos, whoever his name is. There's just certain guys who have just been running very hard mm. on the anti-trans measures, and obviously this stuff like Fox News are going to be 24 hours a day feeding into this. Yeah, it's going to be. Yeah, it's, it's a tough one, man. But where where is all this disdain for the trans community come from? Do you know what I was re I was watching something like back in the day. People just didn't seem to care that much. Nadia won Big Brother. Right. Saw her in Vauxhall Tavern one time. Did I? Did you? Yeah, I, I was I was there after a show. Did you ever watch did. Coronation Street? Nah. But Roy, his wife was trans. Yeah. Roy, oh, I forgot her name. But it was a storyline. Everyone was like, yeah, right. And that was like in the mid-2000s. I just think it's just a, it's a talking point. Mm. And... Uh, do you think comedians have a lot to say for it? Because it seems to be us that brings it up a lot. Who started it? Was it? It really was Chappelle and uh, um, what's his name, Gervais. Uh, yeah, and it was Gervais was copying Chappelle. Yeah, but then it just became sort of like, I think oh, I need a take on it. Do you? I don't think comedians need a take on everything. Stuart Lee said the N word as well. When I come to think about it, did he really? Yeah. Not in a set. He just he's, he's not, just just just, just saw he him. Just loves it. <laughs> <laughs> he, he he was he was he was rapping along to Meat Meal. Was his joke was his joke good? It was it was similar to Alfie's. It was about a black guy calling him the. He didn't say it fifty two times though. He said it once and then. There we go. I think it's the um. <laughs> if Alfie Brown said it one time, he wouldn't be in as much trouble. Hmm just said it so many times and um also the joke works i was thinking about the joke what if he just says the n-word yeah i know it's he the same the n-word yeah and i can't say the n-word because it it has the hard er on the end it's just it, the joke would still work if he just said the n-word but i think like from the type of comic i don't like alfie by the way i like his stuff i just think he's the type of comic who likes to be on that line yeah. And that was just like, I think there was a period of time where white comics were like, I want to see if I can write a bit enough good enough to say it. 
Because it's the same in like TV. There was a period where a lot of shows were doing blackface. Like always funny did blackface. Always sunny, but always sunny doing blackface. Like I will defend it was it, it's different to it's little funny Brit- it's, it's different to little Britain. They're arseholes. They're in the wrong. Yeah, that's, do you know what I mean? But like, I I believe what I think happened is I think the episode was funny. There's a Thirty Rock episode where they did blackface as well. Again, yeah. I thought it was funny, but I think they were went into the room and they were like, "How can we do blackface and make it funny?" Yeah, but the blackface that- came before. It didn't. I don't think they had a story and they were like, "Do you know what? If you did blackface here." That'd be good. I think they probably went into the room. How could we make this funny? How I could know, we get away D, with this? D, D, like the time she does it, is completely like, because she's an arsehole and is a, a racist. They're always racist in a way, Sonny, in Philadelphia. I, I, like I said, I think they're really funny. And that's what, like I said, it made me laugh. And they, they take aim at everything as well. Like they do. You, you, the US, it's the, same as, uh, it's the same as South Park. Yeah, it's just it's true. South Park. And also... Um, Token. And uh, the other thing I'll say, what was I going to say about Always Sunny? Like... White chicks. Oh fuck yeah, you can't compare. You, like, we've, you, well, we've done this before. I know, but it, but it's it's that it's film, man. That film. I have the black community was looking at that film like, what? Well, why did you make that? We 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 had so many good points. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was inexcusable to use, and white chicks came out, and white people <laughs> ran. Yeah, we ran. Were, chicks is funny though. But you know, it's as well if you're doing that's like, different though, bro. Because if you're doing Little Britain and you're taking the piss out of everyone, you're taking the piss out. It's like when people got annoyed at spitting image puppets, going, "Oh, look, the spitting image puppets are racist," and you go, "No, they're caricature." It they they okay. But what was the satirical point behind Little Britain putting Matt Lucas in a black fat suit and having an Asian character called Tintin, whatever name? Ting Tong from Tooting. Yeah. Yeah, do you know what? what? Let's, the, let's not. I'm not going to defend little. little what was the? I mean, you can argue there was no satirical they, point they, behind. My, my thing was that they were just taking the piss out of everyone. Yeah, I mean, they, they, I don't think it was like they, they had a character who was racist and would throw up when she found mm. out that someone had cooked the jam and should throw up over everyone. Yeah. The point was, was she was an arsehole. Little Britain was jokes, you know. Yeah, little, little Britain, Britain was, was funny. funny <laughs> like Little Britain was funny when they had the. Do you know what? Little Britain, all they had to do. Was write those characters one time and then it was just copy and paste. Is it just? <laughs> oh, brother, I used to love the MP who outside this house, yeah. his family, Matt Lucas is there, as the wife just smiling. I loved it, but the sketch, it was this just the same sketch, just in it, oh, racist, but in a laundry mat now. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was funny, it was good times, man, 2004. If the Alfie Brown bit came out in 2004. No, again, because slavery happened <laughs> in the 1800s and people keep acting like slavery happened. Yeah, but Joe, Joe Rogan said N-word like 70 times. Yeah, okay, but here's, all right, here's the thing I'd say with the Joe Rogan thing, right? <clears throat> that was only ever brought up when uh, they couldn't get him on the Ivermectin stuff when he made him look all silly on that. But, okay, that's I, I, the same I, thing, because Alfie Brown was only brought up it was, to make a point. But Alfie's point was that I'm anti-racist. Joe Rogan didn't go out and go, I'm anti-racist. Joe Rogan also has a black stepdaughter that he raises as his own, as like, a, like well, don't look at me like, don't, don't, I'm quoting what Russell Peters is. Don't, do don't, that, don't, man. don't make me out to be some. Is his wife black? No, but her ex-husband. Well, her ex-husband, they weren't like. Wait, the, what? Her ex-husband, I believe, was black. Okay. And, uh, and Joe is the basically like the father figure. Yeah, because he can't be like, fuck off. Oh, <laughs> he, he, well, you know, he could, but he hasn't. All right, fair enough. But like, oh, it's a weak argument. What? What that he... I I think with Joe Rogan, it was, it was fucking that Opie and Anthony era. Yeah. Where everyone was just think they could say anything. But I don't think Joe Rogan is a racist. I think he's... You know, clearly like quite an insightful. What about that book that says you're oh, coming for? This is my this is my Gandhi you're coming for. You know, Alfie Brown and no, my heroes Joe. are not Alfie Brown and Joe Rogan. Alfie Brown is a close friend, or well, not a close friend. Alfie Brown is is. Uh, do you know what? For this week, Alfie Brown is an acquaintance. Yeah, we'll see how things go, and then he can be back into the friend group, depending on how it affect my career. We wanted to we wanted to call President Obonjo, uh is a comic. Yeah, he's a dictator, and have him pretend to be Alfie. And then the my thing, right? I don't know what how that would have worked. Um, I think it would have been funny until the episode went out, and then everyone got very angry with us. Yeah. Uh, also, like if President Bonjo isn't expecting the call, 
He's not even going to answer. No, I, I, we would have to give him some warning that he. <laughs> can you protect? Can you protect? I think he, I think he'd have been up for it. He's a funny guy. Yeah, I think he just, he's just the funny side. He came out in the defense of Alfie. I think. Did he? Yeah, he came out. Just like, yeah, listen. Like I said, man, I'm. I don't even know what I'm, was against. What I was against him saying N word a bunch of time. I, I I just don't think anything bad has happened to him. He's been told off. Mm. Sometimes you tell a joke, you get it wrong, you get told off. Nah, he's got to take his talking to. You got to take your talking to, bro. Do you reckon one, what do you reckon my one's going to be when I get? Have you, do you reckon you've got stuff out there already? No, I've not got anything like that. Anything on women? Oh, yeah. Um, no, I mean like in terms of material, yeah, probably. But actually, no, I'm not sexist on stage. Just <laughs> in group chat. Just in group chats. No, no that'd be the word. If group chats, if if if, if group chats came out, cyanide capsule, yeah. it's over, it's yeah. done. I'm out of here. I can't have that. My one is probably the stuff we say in our group. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's not great. No, it, ours is just us being funny to each other. Yeah, and mind you, in our group when we have chats about racist stuff, I'm always very more kind of least. I sometimes I stay out of it and just let. Because it gets a bit like, and help yourself. it gets a little bit anti-white every now and then. It, we, it, yeah, yeah, I think you and Jamali forget that I'm there. <laughs> yeah, you came out in defence of, because um, I was I was instigating about this chicken shop, yo. Amelia Dimdomberg. Yeah, because everyone was like, why is she getting all these opportunities? Because she's white. No, because she she made that she. Look, the optics of it aren't good. Her going to chicken shops with interviewing black people, black rappers in yeah. chicken shop. But I think it's, I think there's a difference of, it's a love of culture. You can tell that I she mean, loves, loves grime. Drill. She lo she does. She clearly likes the, the culture. Or does she know who's popular? She no, but then, popular. but then like she's, or she, she didn't always get these people. She started a thing. She had, the, she, she has a really interesting and dynamic interview technique. And then she got invited to the Vanity Fair thing because every time she goes there, she has an awkward interaction with someone and it goes viral. And then but she's not interviewing people, rappers anymore. People, she's interviewing Andrew Garfield. Yeah, and then people made it immediately about her race, which was like the opposite, which is exactly like me as a white person going, <laughs> oh, they're only there because they're black and that they're getting a... You know, so it, it, it's this thing where... Listen, it, though. No, yeah, it's got to be given both ways a little bit. Yeah. <clears throat> like... It can't just keep coming this thing where you're allowed to just go like white people this, white people that, white people that, and then the one time someone goes, well that person's there because they're this, and then go, whoa, you see this is right. It's like, yeah. well, it's just what we do, though. I don't know. I know. It look, I it looks like a lot. I enjoy beating on white people when I'm white. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, like, I complain about the white people all the time. I'm getting bored of it, you know. We need to find a new race. I'm getting bored of just like attacking white people. It's just I don't know. It's not. It's not giving me what I used to give. When was the heyday of attacking the whites? For me? Yeah, when was that golden era? I think 2016, 2017, I was really finding my voice more as a comic. Mm. I had a bunch of jokes just about the whites and stuff, but no, it's just, it's just I don't... I think... Oh, yeah, so go on. I just don't really feel it as much anymore, you know? I think uh, there's nothing more lame than when I see like an all-white audience applauding and like overly laughing at like a really basic joke about white people. Yeah. It's so lame. You know, like if someone just comes on and calls them all colonizers or something and you're like, what? They're what? laughing in their beanie hats. Yeah. And they're oh, yeah. And they all applaud as if to go, we're not racist. <clears throat> and you're like, I know I've seen, it's funny because then I, I did this gig in Croydon one time. There was a comic on kind of trying to do that to like people in Croydon. But people in Croydon like grew up with Luna House and everyone, so everyone's growing up around everyone. So everyone was like, the fuck like, are you on about? You could, you can't really do that set at an all black gig. You can't do like, oh, white people are, just, I don't, they don't, don't want to hear that. I just want to have a good time. Yeah. And as well, like whenever I'm at my gym or something and I oh, black people talking to black people, they, black people don't really seem to talk about white people that much. No. It's only done when we're around just to make us uncomfortable. Yeah. Like you and uh, Bemi the other day making me uncomfortable when I was talking about the Nigeria shirt thing. Well, you said you wouldn't wear Nigeria shirt. I just shirt. said I feel very cultural appropriation-y in one. That's fine. But then you just said you wouldn't wear any shirt in Africa apart from Egypt. The whitest looking people in Africa. They're not the whitest people. It's South Africa. I mean, famously, like, there are black people there. Yeah, I know, but there's South, but there's also, like, a lot of famously white people there. They're Dutch. Yeah, but that caused the problems, didn't it? Yeah. So you'd wear South Africa's up, just half. 
As long as people knew what half I was representing. Yeah. Um, but no, I would. I would. I was just saying. I'd feel a cultural appropriation-y in a Nigeria shirt. I just what well, I, <clears throat> I. I just think sometimes I'm just like I just you know I don't want to be accused of cultural appropriation. And you're deep in it though. You'd wear Brazil top. Yes, but Brazil have won the World Cup five times. Nigeria had won the World Cup. We've five won times. African Cup of Nations. Counts, bro. It's our Euros. Yeah, I know. No, that is a good point. The Africa Cup. Af Afcon's a big cup. So you'd wear Asia top, no? Of, of uh, Vietnam. No, I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't. They've not really done anything. So is it just top sort of countries that have done something? I've got a Holland top because it looks nice. Uh huh. I've got a England shirt, of course. And then I'd wear like an Mbappe France shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I like Mbappe. I'd wear a Haaland Norway shirt. Okay. I'd wear a Victor Moses Crystal Palace shirt. I'd maybe even wear a Victor Moses Nigeria shirt. Well, actually. listen, when it comes to Crystal Palace, it's going to be a black player. Cause... No, but I'm getting Yoki Manderson. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Ward. Joe Ward on my back. Fucking hell, man. <laughs> James MacArthur. <laughs> that new 19-year-old goalkeeper you've got. So. Oh, but it's a fucking, it's an absolute joke there at the minute. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's not. I like Robertson though. I, I like it in terms of, because he's like 76. I like that, like, you can just be old and do stuff. We need to Sam Allardyce coming in going, all right, lads, turn that bloody music off and you're going to listen to me. <laughs> right, listen here, boys. There's going to be no dancing. <laughs> uh, now, we're obviously quite a PC side. <laughs> So we're gonna have to do a lot of our, you know, we're gonna speed and that. <laughs> you know, and someone's just gonna part. Hey Sam, uh, yeah, bro, I just all right. There's all bloody bruv around here, mate. <laughs> it's Mr. Allardyce to you, all right. <laughs> no braids to short back and side. <laughs> I want everybody wearing a towel in the changing room as well. I don't want to be seeing it. <laughs> There's gonna be no more chicken and chips at that time. <laughs> it's pie. <laughs> uh, that's funny. That's funny. Bye. Uh, anyway, this is the new studio. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I don't know. I don't know. Peckham, Peckham. Peckham, man. Do you like Peckham? Yeah, but Peckham's now being in, infiltrated by uh, the middle class whites. Do you know, I just don't, I feel uneasy around Peckham because I don't actually come here that often. It's a nice area, you know. It used to be like the bits, Peckham. Yeah, it's not really like that no more. I don't really know what areas are like that. No, it's Peckham. Where's the top ref areas in London? Is it Halsden? Halsden, I say Wembley's fucking rough. Born yeah. Heath where I live still rough. Oh yeah, like yeah. North, North London is. North, North London. Oh, um, what's it called? Wilston Green. Yeah, whenever I go visit you, I feel uneasy. I don't like your ends. Yeah, I wouldn't like Ilford, though. Ilford? Or Dagenham. Or Dagenham, innit? Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't like it. You reckon? Like, yeah. Maybe it's just like what we used to, but yeah. I just don't feel... Whenever I'm in Tottenham, I don't feel easy. No, Tottenham ain't, Tottenham ain't all right. If I was in Shooters Hill, Harlesden, anywhere in Wembley, definitely wouldn't feel easy. Wembley is fucking massive as yeah. well. Yeah. And it is rough. And, and it's, it's just far, the stadium bro. and then, like, just chaos. That's with Andrew Menzies today. You grew up in Charlton, apparently. Oh, that's a fucking rough bit. And you got like Marley's out there as well. <laughs> Marleyans are like, yeah, them, them man there. They're scary, bro. <laughs> I can't say that word, can I? Marley's? Can I say Marley? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Why not? It's not just Marley. It's just yeah, taking out the SDO. I've never messed with the Somalians, the Albanians, or the Gypsies. That was always when I was growing up. Don't mess with those three. I've, said, I've talked a lot of shit about it. Albanians, bro. I don't, do you know what I think Albanians are? They're, 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 doing, they're, they're now like in so much control of like the trade of London. Yeah, they've got bigger things to worry they're, about. They're, they're not going to be... Up well, I want is my bike back and then we, we can have a peace treaty. Should we get some Albanians on to talk about getting your bike back? Do you reckon we could get some like ex-Albanian drug dealers? Well, I don't know if they've handed in their Albanian. I don't know if they're ex-Albanian, but they might be ex-drug well, dealers. Well, Albanian ex-drug dealers. I could ask. I know I've got. Uh, I have a friend who knows a few people in the Albanian mafia. We haven't had a drug dealer. We keep teasing it. Um, Do you remember when you said you were going to get um, some OnlyFans people on on like the first few episodes? You never did. It's come dead men's talking thing. What do you mean? Like they they have porn stars on. 
I never said a porn star. And then they sit there and they're like, all right, well, I'm getting your bloody tits up. No, they don't. They're very respectful. Very I'll just enjoy doing that accent. Yeah, I don't know if I'd have a porn star on. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's a bit conservative, isn't it? <laughs> uh, maybe an ex-porn star. Raised in the church, isn't it? <laughs> um, that's going to be so. We've had to film it very late at last notice. Uh, yeah, this is the latest we've ever filmed. It's like it's like eight thirty p.m. Yeah, my girlfriend's currently sat in a car outside, very pissed off. In the rain. In the rain. She's not happy. Um, she puts up with a lot. And we should have let her sit in. No, nah, because this is what, and she dies of asbestos as well. Yeah, it's true. Um, I'm generally I've sat here and got quite ill, bro. I've got chest infection, and it's gonna get worse. Oh, is you who gave me this chest infection? No, I just got mine recently. I got mine recently as well. well maybe we got it off each other. Mm. I gave you a costume and you threw it out of the portal cabin. Oh, because I tried it. It was horrible. It's fucking... It's, it's good for you. I know, but it didn't taste nice. Um, Maybe. Yeah, no, I, I do not like a cough sweet. Someone accuse me of being a baby. I'm a Nepo baby. Can um can Darcy drive me home, you reckon? To East London? <laughs> Are you fucking mental? And before we got in here, you were like, um, oh, I'm going on a... Uh, do you want to go on a... Shut, shut like, up. Oh, shut right. the fuck up. Oh, right. Shut oh, up. Right. Shut up. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, it's fucking annoying, man. <laughs> uh, you had a real attitude this episode, you know. <laughs> Ever since I defended the N-word. <laughs> oh, yeah, I wonder why. I can't understand why this episode, you sat over there thinking this was a terrible <laughs> idea. Can I I'm just not comfortable, man. No, I know what you mean. But, uh, is it the new? It's a new thing. Ah, oh, because I'm autistic as well. You reckon? No, but it's just fun to say. Yeah, it? Um, it was one of the comments. I hate people who self-diagnose themselves as autistic. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's just the the studio settings all a bit weird. We'll get used to it. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll but get um, used to it. Listen, man, this has been episode fifty-eight. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you very uh, much. Like, share. Comment all those things. All that jazz. All the, the likes and the comments we we really enjoy. Um, give us five stars. It really helps us out. Uh, he's been Michael Dewale. He has been Elliot Steele. And this has been B Tech Philosophers. Catch you on the flip side. Yeah, I don't feel.